ready? I'm ready to rock. Ready to go. Ready yeah. to go. Yeah, so one of the things, too, which I was kind of not concerned about, it was like, because when we run, like, surprisingly, we talk a lot. Or, I mean, I, I mean, I ask a lot of questions. And it's almost like... Yeah, we talk a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's all, and it's almost like, oh, shit, what are we going to talk about now? It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> talk about the same stuff. The same yeah. stuff over again. And even it. like when Brian was outside just asking the same questions, like, shut up, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. We're going to so, go from there. So uh, you guys just came off of a serious run, right? 50 miles. Sure. 50 miles. Yeah, 50. 50, 5-0. Five, 5-0. Five, so make it clear for the audience. Um, and this is the first time you ever did that? Yeah. Yeah, same yep. for me too. Right. Farthest I've ever run. Now, why did you do it? Um, so we're doing a 100 miler, and it's part of the training. Right. You know, so we had to get it in before 100 mile, but not too close to 100 mile, just in case we got injured or whatever. You know? Right. Okay. Which nearly happened. Which nearly, Which nearly yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. I remember you came in here limp, limping that, like a week later still. Yeah, because <laughs> like I, di- I didn't tell anybody because I never wanted to, like, it's amazing how much it's all in your mind, right? And like when I stood up that morning, I said, 50 miles, done, 50 miles. That's it. That's where my mind is. I'm not stopping unless I hit 50 miles. But a few days beforehand, I had run 10 miles and I stepped up onto the curb on the last mile and I felt something go in Ooh. my calf. And I'd mentioned it. But when, so I took about three or four days off and then we did the 50 mile and um, I would even come here to, to the gym boxing and I would jump rope and I would favor the left leg. And right. when I was on the bag, I couldn't lean back on the, on the right. So I, um, I ran and we were on mile one and I didn't tell anybody, but yeah. I was like, fuck, bang. It went again. Oh, are you serious? Mile one. 49 more to go. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Yeah, but the hard part of me is I, I lost two toenails. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, but uh, you had bloody socks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. And I like this. Unbelievable. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking, and, and Emily's like, no, I like my feet. Yeah, and like I, I want to take proper care of my feet, so I, I do, and I told him, you know, do the same because we're running a really long distance and so what'd you do what was the preparation so for like i have like a little like pumice stone like make sure like all of like my calluses are like in control you know because calluses just form like blisters when you run long distances and right. it just turns into a, a disaster yeah you don't want that. um so i just keep everything nice and and tidy right and i also i put foot bomb on like every 15 miles okay so my feet never get too hot and they don't create any blisters so my feet are Perfect. And nothing happened. I literally, to you. I, I ran like the best forty-two miles of my life. That really day. awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I, felt, yeah, I, don't... I felt great. I yeah. felt great until the end. My stomach started to go, but I felt like I could do this all day. Wow, you're an animal. <laughs> I see her on her Instagram <laughs> running on the beach with like fifty-pound vests, <laughs> I'm not and she touched, she's like, oh, she doesn't even look like she did anything. She's like, no, I just did fifty miles on the day. I'm just kidding. Nah. But now, nah, yeah, you're an animal. Well, the, well, the way it, it is yeah. too with 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 Emily and the blessing and curse of being friends with her, especially on Instagram, is those days I'm like, I'm gonna take the day off from running. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, I'm fine. And I mean, I've sat on the couch. I've worked out. I came here. I go to my basement. I do these exercises with these parallel bars and great workout. I'm I'm 100% satisfied with what I've done. Right. And I'll sit down and I'll settle in <laughs> and I look at my phone and she'll like, oh, 15 miles ago. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and I get up and I get up off the couch wow. and I never <laughs> relax. So I get up off the couch. I guess I'm fucking running. Yeah. And it was even, remember like a few weeks ago too, I was like supposed to do, I don't know what I was, I can't remember the number I said in my head. Like 10. Something like I that. Think. And we finished around the same time, and I was starting to do like a cool down at my ten mile, and she sends me a, yeah text, and it's a picture of like hey twenty six point three three. I go, yeah. 
I guess I'm not going home then. Oh and my fucking off I went. And wow. I finished I had to finish it. That's because great. Because it's this one. That's great. She put you guys push each other on the show, but yeah. she pushes you, man. That's so cool. Yeah, but that that's you already you know, I, I know you've been doing this for a while. You met her here, correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like a month ago. So you, you were running <laughs> right. A month ago, right. You guys just kinda met and right yeah. away running with each other, which yeah. is great. Yeah, that common uh common interest in running and working hard and sure, yeah. It, it works. That's cool. Yeah, because I, I said I'd signed. I'd already committed to doing a hundred, and the only person I was working with was you yeah. on that one. I was like, "Yeah, let's get involved with Strong Island. We'll make it a Strong Island event." Yeah. And um, and then I I don't. I, I just went yeah. over. I kind of I stayed away from you for like the longest time, and yeah. like I'd see a box. I mean, I don't talk to anybody in the morning. Yeah. You see if how, you see how I'm Same. like. I just come in. I do my yeah. work, and I'm not a chatter. Maybe at the end of the day, I'll talk to people. <laughs> so I went over and just said, "Hey, man, well, we talked about the hundred mile." You're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." I was like, "All right, cool." And then. Yeah. I just prior I just came back um, from a trip I was in Miami and I did the four by four by forty eight challenge. Okay, oh, that's so, what it was. That's what made me go. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. challenge. So I. Um, Do you want to explain to people what that is? Sure. So it's essentially uh, over forty eight hours. You run four miles every four hours. So um, he suggested you start at like twelve. So I, I started at four. So it's twelve four, noon. Twelve noon. Okay. Yeah, but I started at four. So I did four p.m., eight p.m., twelve a.m. 4 a.m., 8 a.m., 12 p.m. So I did that for 48 hours, right. um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I yeah. like I love anything that's Challenge. like yeah, that's anything like monotonous that like makes time not feel real. Yeah. It's like a really that's nice, cool. Yeah, takes you away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. came back and I heard I heard Mick talking about the hundred mile the mom talk, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm in. like I'm doing that. I'm not even a it's question. Like, I don't even care if he does it or not. I'm doing <laughs> no, it. No doubt, that's great. That's awesome. So you guys are definitely doing it. Yeah. I know we're probably going to have a few more from the gym, but I think collectively, we talked about this, Mm -hmm. like every 10 miles, more people are going to jump in. I'm definitely jumping in this time. Mm -hmm. Last time I Mm -hmm. swear I wanted to go, I swear. I I was like, I didn't feel right. I'm like, I'm not going to even be useful. I'm like, no. Useful? Like for myself, like I was gonna drag. I wasn't. In, I wasn't able to do it. Trust me. Yeah, but the thing about it is, like this, we're. Like, I'm not as crazy as you guys. Yeah, but when it comes not, to this, <laughs> like we yeah. we learned a lot from the fifty, right? That does yeah. not like we went too fast. I yeah. mean, you might say it different, by the way. So I don't want to speak for you. Sure. Um, we definitely went too fast. Okay. Uh, so what would you, what would you say? Like your first few miles, what was the pace? It was nine something, wasn't it? Yeah, that's too quick for the first one. Um, I thought we kept more of a ten ten something. I thought we were 9, 10, 11, 12, 12. I, again, I could be wrong. I'm just, sure. I, if you say that, then I, I'll, yeah, I'm not I believe sure. you. I can't, honestly. I can't but we remember. were somewhere between 9 and 10. Okay. Um, that's a good pace. I mean, yeah. for a 50 miler, that's. Yeah, it was kind of dumb, in my opinion. Right. Uh, and then we, when we finished our laps, again, I'm not speaking for you, but I felt that we didn't rest up long enough. And we also came to a lot of hills that we powered up. Sure. Right. You know, which we found out later because there was a lady on Katie Spots who was on Joe Rogan a few weeks back. And I just thought, fuck it, I'll just reach out. What's worse she can do is just not see it. And she wrote back to me with all this great advice. And she said, so like I sent it to you. And was like, oh, if you get the hills, just walk up the hills. Don't power up these hills. And this is all the shit we were doing. Right. You know, we were powering up the hills. And yeah. I was like, so there's like, there's a lot. We learned a lot. And I think it was your idea, right, to do the 50 mile? Yeah. Which I'm yeah. so glad you did. Um yeah, and I, honestly, like I like I said, like I felt I felt really good. I felt really prepared. I've done like a lot of research lately, um, just on hydration and nutrition, and mm-hmm. and really how you're supposed to handle your body as it goes through different stages of a 12-hour run, essentially. Right. Um, so I felt I was I was really my struggle was 
the brakes because my body cools down so quickly okay. and I was getting so cold uh -huh. that I was like, I need to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like I'm gonna start like I don't know, like something's gonna happen and I'm not gonna get I'm gonna get out of my zone or whatever. Right out of your rhythm. Yeah. Right. So um so yeah, I, I honestly felt great until until about the last lap, you know, started to be like, Okay, mm. this is enough. Yeah, <laughs> enough okay. this, you know? but, but you know how far you can go. Yeah. And then like when we when we hit fifty, I was like thinking in my brain because I was like, well, I'm, we're going to have to do this again. Right. Like, this is this is half of the distance. Yeah. And I was like, do you think I could do another lap? I was like, I could do another could lap, do no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Um, so that was a nice feeling. It made me, like, excited for, for 70, for 80, for 90 miles. You know? I love it. I yeah. love this. This is so cool. And yeah. that will be kind of, it'll be exciting to at least, I mean, you kind of did it with your 4 by 4 by 48 is running through, the, like, the, the not yeah. just running at night because we've all done that, right, with the winter and that stuff, mm -hmm. but to run like literally to the, the wee hours of the morning. Yeah. Like that's going to be cool. That's going to be like its own kind of, I think, energy boost. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, but the way it was for me with the 50 is that it's, it's the mindset to me. Once I say what I'm going to do, I'll do it, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that's what threw me off. And it's amazing how the mind works is that we all had these apps, right? At that time, we had Seamus from the gym who was oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, Seamus, the 30, most ever yeah. was seven, and then he just 31. 31. Yeah, super nice kid. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, the, the. He's a hard worker, too. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's, yeah. Great. he's great. And he's so humble, so nice, so cool. Um, yeah. Just a great guy. And um, so, in my. So, we all had these apps on us, right? That, now, what app? What app like, did you uh, use? Nike Run Club. And I also use Strava because Strava, Strava mm -hmm. you know, just, just in case. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So we were running, and my head, like, I'm going 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Right, and right. Then, then one of the apps went, mile 43. <laughs> and I went, Does that, was that 48? Like, so then my brain went, yeah. oh, we're nearly done two miles, when really yeah. I had seven. But when you're doing 50, the last seven is a fucking oh my long way away. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Mm -hmm. So I started to break down then. Yeah. Like, because my mind wasn't... As strong. Because my mind was just like... No, no, we're nearly done. Look, two more miles, and then Emily's like, "No, no, no." We, yeah, I don't know seven what. More. I, yeah, I don't know what happened. I was like, "No, no, no, make no, don't start thinking that." Like, <laughs> no, no. I was like, like my mind the whole entire time was like, "It's unless that number is not 50, I don't care." You, don't you know care. what I mean? Like, it's just we're going. We're gonna right. keep going. We're gonna keep going. Like, I had a joke that like each nine mile loop was one mile. So like we're on mile yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and all we right, we're on mile three. Five miles. Yep. That's all we're and doing. Just right. like. We were finally on mile six, and um, I was just like, like we he, were... was, he was just losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it just, what mile is it? What mile is it? It's like, <laughs> he couldn't do it. No, so he's he's like, not 50 yet, so if, I don't know. <laughs> if you weren't there, he would have been like, fuck this like, shit. No, I wouldn't have. I, I'm kidding. I'm like, kidding. No, 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 I know. I know. I'm kidding. But, it's, but, that's, but that's my point. Like, like, the other, like yesterday, I ran, I ran 10 miles, and I knew I didn't have time. But I said I'm going to do 10. Mm -hmm. And then when the five mile came, I was like, I didn't even want to stop. Right. And I just, I mean, this fucking, I was doing it on a high school track and this couple came up with their dog. Yeah. And I was running, had headphones in and the guy was like, there's geese everywhere. There's geese shit on the yeah. track. So I'm like, I'm sidestepping all this geese shit yeah. as I do laps on. I'm trying to find which lane has the least <laughs> geese shit in it. And uh, so there's this couple come up and they like have a huge fucking Labrador thing. And, uh, the guy says something, I take my head and goes, what? He goes, oh, if you see the dog running, it means he's just chasing the geese. Don't worry about it. You're fine. I go, all right. And as he's telling me that, his dog fucking bolts up to me, gets me right in the fucking knee. And no. I, I didn't go down, but I nearly like, 
Like, I could have easily just fucking ripped my knee apart. What do you mean? He, like, hit you? Yeah, the dog. I mean, the dog. I know what it's like to have, like, a friendly dog and they're playful. And it's like, yeah, yeah. but the, fuck off with your dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a, like, I love dogs. Yeah. I just hate dog people. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, those over-the-top fucking yeah. mommy. I, I'm, a, I'm a cat person. Right. But, but I'm also I'm, a dog I'm person, a... and I'm over-the-top about it. So, like, I, I can't yeah, but, relate. Like, do, you have the, <laughs> do you have the bumper sticker that says, you know, who rescued who? No, but like I can relate. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, come on. I love, I love my dog. I yeah, love like, like. You're not like, gonna win this argument. It's not an argument. I just is my opinion. I fucking like. I love like I love dogs. Like yeah. I yeah. love dogs more than people. But I just like it's like when I see the dog, like just fuck off with your. <laughs> I mean, like I guess if a dog attacked you, like then you'd be like, yeah, those people, not the best. Well, that that's why know, I don't like cats. Ideal. When because when I was a kid. I was walking to school and, and uh, a cat ran between my legs and then like fucking what seemed like a hundred dogs chasing the cat just bowled me out from underneath yeah. and I just like to this day I still have a lump right in the back of my head like I just got fucking split open and well, that's why I don't like it wasn't the cat's fault it was all the dogs yeah I know you think I'd be the opposite right yeah. I'm like you know? but yeah but I fucking hate cats because of it yeah. I mean I have it's a cat it's not a story about you hating cats <laughs> you got jumped by a bunch of dogs cats, you... cats get a lot of views so we can put it in the tag now we'll get oh, so many okay. <laughs> not really I'll get hate now I'll get hate email and he kicks dogs. Did you yeah. hear him? <laughs> yeah, but this dog fucking. And I nearly, I nearly went down. And yeah. I was like, God damn it! Fucking put your fucking leash on your dog. Yeah. Is this what you meant? Like, oh. no, oh, don't worry about the exact same thing you just said. Right. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry right. about it. Rather just keep my headphones in and just get blindsided. About yeah, yeah. Dog. I don't know why you're talking tell to me you. Before. I don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> why would you think you want to talk to me? Yeah. It's the fucking. It's the worst shit ever. Um, <laughs> but real quick, what do you guys prefer when you run what sneakers? Um, I run in uh, Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, Brooks Levitate Three. Okay. Um, I've been running. I've started running like a year and a half ago, and I've only ran in those, and yeah. they work. So I'm a I'm, I'm a Brooks. Keep, I'm yeah. a Brooks person as well. Yeah, I run in Nike Free, like on like one or two miles, or like bleachers and stuff. Right. Just to, like give my feet a different kind of um, mobility. And okay. It, I, I feel like it helps a little bit. Like I don't like keeping. My feet in the same position over and over because switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I like I like Nikes. I went to when I ran my first marathon. I went to the Nike outlet and there was a girl. She's obviously on commission. She was like trying to send me these like one hundred and eighty dollar Nikes. Yeah, and I would have bought them because I was like, All right, I want to do this right. Right. And uh, there's this huge guy working there, and he, as soon as she walked away, he's like, Come here, listen, don't fucking. <laughs> He's like, don't, don't get buy those. Come here, like she's on you. like those sneakers she gave you for sprinting. Like they're not, they're gonna, yeah, you're not gonna sprint. <laughs> they're gonna fall apart by mile eight. <laughs> you need distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like a Cambodia kid. And he get, he showed me these Nikes, which were like forty four dollars. Like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, trust me. And I put them under like clouds. Right. And uh, so I got two pairs of those. Okay. And good. it's like they're, they're like that. Yeah, that's what I that's what I so run. You know what? Probably uh, the reacts. But. but the two missing toenails. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. That we was, we have to reconsider. Yeah, yeah, but that was my fault because I didn't like. I don't want to get disgusting the graphic on it, but like, I, I didn't trim my nails down that like the night. And I was going like two nights before. I was like, I gotta trim, but I couldn't find the nail clippers because I have a fucking daughter. Right. And I was like, ah, I'll be fine. Yeah. And then one nail kind of just like it started to kind of come off and then that oh, kind of turned sideways and cut into Damn. the other one. Jeez. So that ripped the toe, and then it got under the other nail and popped that one up. You're an so, animal. So, how, do you, how do you deal with that that whole time? You did, I didn't notice it till like oh I, you didn't. No, no, I knew it. Kind of, it almost felt like, um, 
like a thorn stuck in, like you know, if you walk through like uh, like a like a briar patch or whatever, right? Like, like a little cut, like a... yeah. And you're like, there's something in my shoe. I'll get it later. That's like I can, sure. and that's honestly what it felt like. Okay. But then when I took it off, I said, like, yeah, there's definitely blood in there. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I noticed too. You wore so like ten year old socks. You should have wore some new socks, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He swears by everything I buy Walmart, but then he gets I do. like chafed and missing toenails every, and all these kinds of shit. Everything I have <laughs> is just like what everything the hell? I have is from Walmart except the sneakers. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I'm I run, down like proper nice stuff, and I had the best run of my life. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I'm like, why are my nipples bleeding? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, Mick, I don't know. Like, I just can't tell you. Yeah, because even Seamus' nipples were. Remember, I had to give him one of my. I had to give him one of my shirts. Yeah. Serious. He was like, Oh, yeah. dude, bro, my nipples are. I'm like, All right. My nipples hurt. I'm a little sore right now. I'll give you one, but yeah, oh, that man. happened to me once to chafe nipples because I had a cotton shirt on and it rained out of nowhere, and it was just like right. that was. The, and then I was here. I was here in the class. And I was like, I guess I was grabbing my chest. And this kind of way I kind of started to feel old. Right. Well, normally I don't, but when people come up to you and like Dakota came up to me and he's like, are you, are you okay? Like he said it quiet too. It wasn't like, I can imagine. It wasn't it was like from like... across the room, like, Mac, what's wrong? Yeah. It was like, I was kind of like, I was at the bag and I go like, I, I go like that. And it looked like I was grabbing my chest. He's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, asshole. I just, my nipples are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were having fun. He's, so, like, nice. oh, he's so sweet. He's so nice. Like, so the best, but it was like, no, bro, trust me, it's fine. Like, I'm not like, God damn it, how old do people think I am? It's like fucking, but yeah. You okay. <laughs> That's jokes. Oh, man. You know, it was, it was like you that night, and I remember I talked about it on an episode of, uh, of the show where uh, it was me and I, who was the, fuck, who was the kid? Um, oh, I can't think of his name. It's like a mule. Oh, Blake, Blake, Blake. Blake. Blake sorry, oh, and okay. um, and I got there before him, and I was the last one to leave. And you were kind of taunting Blake, like, oh, "Fuck, I'm making it, and he's fucking working hard on you." And yeah, like, yeah. We were trying to get Blake back, and she was a few months ago. And yeah. you go to me, "How old are you, Mick?" And I go, "Like, I'll be. I think this is in February." He's like, yeah. "Yeah, I think I'll be 44 in March." And you're like, "Good for you." <laughs> I uh, mean, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I know exactly what you meant, but I was like, "What the like, fuck? good? Good for you. I remember. Good for you, Mick. That's like good, you, good, you, you that's know, great. when you go to a wedding, you see an old couple and they're like, <laughs> and they're dancing to Pitbull or something, and like, good, good for them. them. <laughs> they, they still have that spunk in their life. I just meant to like, damn, you're 44 and you're like working harder than these guys. That's great, like awesome shit. I didn't mean it like, good for you. <laughs> How it came off though. You're like my insurance doesn't cover your workouts. <laughs> and you looked at you looked at me like yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was I was hit the best thing. Like, what do you fucking mean by that? Like I just I don't, I don't get good for me. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, that's funny. That was that was funny. But yeah, so you um uh, you're looking to now after when this run is over, you're looking to kind of move into competing, fighting. Yeah, we got to talk about the boxing stuff mm -hmm. with Emily. Sure, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't really have an agenda, to be honest. Okay. Um, my goal is to kind of just learn as much as possible and experience as much as possible. So, mm -hmm. like, if that's where that takes me, sure. And, and it will. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, I see totally. It. You see, yeah. I see it totally. You know, when you sparred for the first time, what? That was your first time sparring, right? Yeah. Last week, cool. she yeah. did awesome. Worked mm -hmm. behind her jab. She kept her spacing properly. Yeah, did a lot nice. of great things yeah, in there for somebody nice. who sparred for the first time. So, yeah, kudos to you. Keep it up. Sure. And yeah. We're going to do it again soon, too. Sparring. Yeah. And and the one thing which I noticed, too, about you about when it came to sparring is that you didn't get in like, okay, see how I do. 
it's like you came out like, okay, what did I do wrong? What's my next move sure. to get better? And a lot of people don't do like a lot of people get in and they want to. I go. I just want to spar, and yeah, that's good for you, right? And it's it's you do learn a lot, maybe. But when you like you very meticulous and you break it down. Sure. Well, that's that's why I love boxing. You know what I mean? Right. It's 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 an art. Yeah, and it's so mental, and it's so like it takes so much slowing down and really understanding what's happening as things are happening. You know what I mean? It takes. I feel like it takes a very special mind to even participate in that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, that to me is, like, really exciting. Like, you can't just, I mean, you can just muscle it, but, like, it's not, like, it's not beautiful, you know? And you can tell. And it's so, so it's really cool to be able to kind of learn how to, you know, like, do the dance, you know? Mm -hmm. You can't you can't get that feel in, in any other sense. You know, you need that other person mm -hmm. reacting and, right. and doing all those things. So yeah. it's like to me, like that's so cool, you and, know. And you being an artist, yeah, for a phenomenal sure. artist. So Thank if you guys don't know, oh, it's ridiculous. She's a. You could. What do you? What do you? <clears throat> what's your like best thing you do? The pencil drawing. What, what I, I prefer pencil drawings. Yeah. Right. So she. I've seen yeah. some of her work. It's brilliant. Yeah. And Thank she's you. an awesome tattoo artist. Yes. So yes. Uh, where, where's your spot? Just to start at in New York. Sure, sure. Uh, I work at Black Sail Studio. Shout out to all the boys over there, Brandon Schultes and uh, Needle Beetle and Marvin Silva. Okay. They are awesome dudes. yeah awesome um private studio so it's very very low-key um and they are just a, a like a privilege to work with awesome super super humble really talented artists like just across the board we have all different types of styles and just like very cool just like really really cool guys you know that's awesome um yeah i've been there almost three years so three years yeah wow well if you want to follow follow her work too follow find me. her it'll yeah. be on the it'll be down there yeah emily yeah, we'll Paul arts yeah, yeah. so that so i don't mean to cut anybody off but so i feel like your artistry translates to boxing i feel like you it's all it's more of like a like a respect for for the people who are doing it right mm -hmm. and you can't fake it you mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's like it's just it's the levels of complexity where like you like as an artist you you can do whatever you want but it really means something when it's you mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like same with boxing it's like you your style you're doing your fight you know what i mean like it's all in your brain mental same with the good artists right. you know what i Absolutely. mean so like sure it parallels no doubt because sure. you need to have you know, you need to have a good a good mind to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that work ethic, you know, like doesn't yeah. doesn't come yeah. easy. Yeah. You know? And the more you do it, the more tools you learn. Yeah, the more you know how mm -hmm. to implement them. Totally. You know, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, the work ethic part is is I think key. But what what's the transition from being a good artist, like drawn on paper, or sure. to drawn on like I, I know you're not drawing on skin. It's mm -hmm. totally different. Like you're, I don't know how like how. What's what's the, just what, the yeah, what's the jump like? What what is that? So like, what what I consider there's there's two different. I mean, like you can apply a tattoo really really well, mm -hmm. and it can be a bad design. You can apply a beautiful design really really poorly, or you could marry the two, and that makes a phenomenal tattoo artist. So okay. the problem, not the problem, but like everybody's skin's different. There's no consistency. Every part of your skin is different. Um, your age matters. Your health matters. Whether or not you're on drugs, whether or not you know you drink water or even use lotion or expose yourself to the sun on a daily basis. So I could be doing the same exact tattoo on a hundred different people, and all of them would heal totally different. You know, they wouldn't. 
it just it would not be the same as me drawing on a hundred different pieces of paper. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the the challenge in that is to learn how to tattoo on every square inch of the body without hacking it up with it healing beautifully, telling your clients the proper healing techniques so it can heal beautifully. Mm -hmm. It's like it's this it's this perfect marriage of this collaboration between you, your client, and and how you actually apply it. So like that that to me is like the most difficult part is learning how other people's skin can take your artwork and how it looks because like a piece of paper's flat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the coolest tattoos move with your body. They're they're almost like meant to be there. You know what I mean? Like people really like my tattoos for a reason. It's they're not just haphazardly placed. Mm -hmm. And like all of the people who did them know about composition. They know about anatomy and muscle flow. You know what I mean? It's so much more than just like, wow, that's a cool rose skull thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can tell mm -hmm. when there's movement. You can tell when there's not movement. You can right. tell a good tattoo from a bad tattoo. You just can't tell why. Right. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. So, that's so that's that's the challenge. So it's not only it's not only creating something beautiful and unique and for that person and to change their life, but it's to also do it so it's flawless and it heals well over time and it's readable from across the room. Like there's so many different complexities, which is why, you know, I work in a private studio and not a tattoo like a like a street shop. I'm because I, I can't handle that. <laughs> yeah. I'm enamored. I'm enamored by that whole definition. That's yeah, great. Yeah, because like, it's, it's a deeper level. Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not your local tattoo artist. Nah, you aren't. No. No, I love I'm, it. I mean, yeah. to be honest, most of, and I'm sorry to most people on Long Island who do, ta but most of it's trash. Like, Long sure. Island, right? Sure. Really, it's just like those strip mall guys. I mean, like, but have you been to the South? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. where the trash is. Like, right, <laughs> even right, though right. the best stuff we got up here, yeah. I mean, like, not, I don't want to totally generalize. Right. There's beautiful all shops good. all over the, sh uh, the South. But, um, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I would say, without sounding like a total asshole, like eighty-five percent of tattoos on other people, I absolutely hate. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember like when the first time I went running with you, and I always kind of not in the summer, but like I had long sleeves on. I was like, I'm so glad she's not looking at my tattoo. <laughs> it's not. I it's not even so like. It's like I'm not don't gonna, look at mine. I'm not, not gonna judge. I'm not gonna no, judge. No, 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 no. Because know? I didn't do it. So yeah, like, I, totally, I, totally. But like, I remember just yeah. jogging, going like, my sleeves down. All right, good, because she can't see me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you, you go. Like I, I got friends, and like you might fat shame him, but without fat shame him, you say like, ah, look at this fat fuck over here. My friends like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's me right now like black shirt yeah um, but a lot, a lot of them are like a, a lot of them are trash especially yeah, especially yeah. on the island at the strip malls and you know it's yeah. just like woof. yeah um but what's what's your favorite to work on though like i mean person wise i mean i don't mean like as in you know like what's his name fire marshal bill was like the, oh, I tell you, I saw that yeah yeah the, just a complete <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's, she's too young. She's too young. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed it's my a age. Jim, it's a Jim Carrey character. On Matt TV, he was like a uh, fire marshal. No, oh, no, not Matt TV. It was um yeah. No, it was in Living Color. All oh, Living Color, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The in Wayne's Living brothers. Color. Yeah, we are old. Never mind. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> show. Though. It was Jim Carrey's like first TV shit, and he was like fire marshal. Bill was this guy who gave advice on oh, fires, was... but he was a like burned from head to toe. He's a burn victim. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> you gotta see it. Wow. So like he no eyebrow, just fucking burnt, like re severely burnt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, is that, that a good guy to work on? Just flaky bits everywhere. Um, like... Burn victims 
uh, no, scar tissue is actually incredibly difficult to work on. Yeah, a lot of people do that, right? They get yeah, scars and yeah. can you... And, uh, yeah, that's... it's. It's very like like I said, like everybody's different. Everybody's scar is different. Every you know, it's so that's so complex. Mm -hmm. So like stuff like, um, you know, like the breast cancer survivors mm -hmm. always, you know, they try to get stuff and like that is awesome. It takes a very special um, artist. artist to do that. Okay, like people like you can just go to someone, but I would highly recommend that you do not. That you mm -hmm. actually do your research and you you know. Um, but like perfect, perfect type of skin, honestly, just like, n just no sun exposure. That's what, that's the killer because it changes. And like, I'm guilty so of it Irish too. So Irish people then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean like. Irish and Scottish. But it really depends. It depends on, on the design because I'm not, I don't work in color. I yes. work in black and gray. You want this, not open. Thanks. Um, so like color, color trend, it just transforms over time. You know what I mean? Like it's just, that's just the way it is. Black over time it does it does change but it's not the same so i i am able to kind of work on anybody because it's just like it, it's just a matter of can you see it from across the room you know what i mean like you need to know your contrast you need to know you need to know how to work on certain skin types you know right um i personally like arms because they're easy okay. to work with um and i well i like i like legs i really don't like the torso because it's um soft no, it's incredibly painful, so it's very hard to work you gotta on for me. listen to people like this. <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't really have to listen to them, but like, I feel, well, I mean, like, I've, I've, you know, my half of my body is tattooed, so like, I know exactly what it feels like. Mm -hmm. And you can't really do longer sessions on it, you know? It's just, it takes a lot out of you. And then you're over the person and they're, it's hot because like you're leaning over their body and it's just like a whole yeah, ordeal, just, yeah, yeah. you know? Okay. And like, it's like I'm leaning over, so like my back already hurts. Yeah. So I have to like lessen my time that I'm actually tattooing. So. Got it. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. So Com complex. Mm -hmm. So where where are we in relation to uh, laser removal? <clears throat> where do you stand on that one? Um, I'm all for it. Okay, makes I, your job easier, right? For cover yes, ups and stuff. Yep. And then we have we have a girl we can send you to. And okay. It's everything. Um, yeah, we. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's. It, the best part about like, yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> do. Yeah, you do. Uh, the best part wait. about laser removal is like black comes out the easiest. Okay. So, and it only it only breaks down more and more and more over time. So like even if you get one session or two sessions, and it's really not that expensive. It's, I think it's like yeah, I've seen them on Groupon. Yeah, it's it's really not that bad. And like honestly, like we should go together. It's your it's your body, you know. That's so good. like I can't I can never fathom when people are like, well, it's just so expensive. It's like. Bro, how many cars do you have? You know, like right, how expensive right. is your house? Like right. you're living in your body. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Like I invest so much money and time and effort into my body. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit about my car. Right. I don't even have yeah, a house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's that's the. It's almost like if you're complaining about that, I'm well, I'm not the person to talk to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. like I I value my body way more than Absolutely. I value my car. Um, so. When people are like, oh, well, laser removal is just so expensive and blah, blah, blah. It's like, but you can't get a cover-up successfully sometimes without it. Right. Like, sometimes it's just, like, the black's there. Like, there's just no way to cover black. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, like, can't you just color another color over? It's like, it's still black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a magician. <laughs> right. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I'm a tattoo artist. Like, if I could do that, I would do it. Right. <laughs> Obviously, for you, for a lot of money, you know? But, mm -hmm. like... Yeah. I can't I can't remove the black from your from your body. So um but that's the that's the easiest one to take. And then once I've I do I do cover ups with laser removal. 
all the time. Okay. And it works out really, really well. And like, people are really, really happy. It totally changes their whole entire arm. Good. Because I'm going to, I'm going to, I know you have a long waiting list. I do. But I'll wait. I'm no rush. I'm going to get laser removal for mine. I'm going to yeah. get my golden gloves on my arm. Fuck yeah. And I'm, Do it. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get a Groupon. I'll, yeah. get, I'll get my horrible Mickey Mouse thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, group, uh, yeah. Group trip to the laser yeah, removal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mick, Mick and Chris's adventure. <laughs> laser right. removal. Both of you guys are just crying holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard um, in an interview with you know Dave Batista. I don't. He was, the, he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was a oh, yeah. WWE wrestler. Is it Dave Batista? Yeah, Dave Batista. Okay. Um, he had like a big piece up here and it was all red. And he was told that MRIs, when he had surgery done, that red ink, if you go through an MRI, something because it's magnets and the ink is kind of like magnetic or something. He said Interesting. that the red, he said, will hurt more than any other. Kind of, if he had black ink, they said it, you wouldn't notice it. But if he had red ink, is what they told. And he said it did. It hurt him going through the MRI. Unless the guy just fucking put that in his head. Yeah. That's so interesting. Um, I don't know anything about red specifically. I don't. I, what in the world can make it magnetic? Um, That's what I'm asking I've you. known <laughs> that like old prison tattoos, like what they used to make ink out of in prisons, that used to have some sort of metal in it. Mm. So that actually used to bother people like shit um but like no red red is a weird color because if you are allergic to ink red is normally the color you're allergic to so it is a weird ink pigment for that reason but i can't speak to it being magnetic or anything mri related um i have red ink all over my body but i haven't had an mri in a minute so when i do i'll let you know (laughs) let us know yeah (laughs) what's the weirdest one you've done Tattoo. Like hmm. someone walks in, you're like, like, are oh, you fucking hack? Honestly, I've been so privileged in my tattoo career um, that I really haven't worked in a street shop long enough to have horror stories. Okay. Um. But I've, I've done a, uh, <laughs> I've done a, a Hello Kitty holding an AK-47 on a dude's lower back. It says, "Stay frosty." That's cool. <laughs> That's he... probably the most like. Strange request I get. Did he lose a bed or did he tell no, you the backstory? No, he's just an interesting dude. I wouldn't call him interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess depends on who you talk to. Yeah, I guess. it's true. I mean, I don't know. I always interesting picture... at the very. I mean, you want to talk to him? You want to know about his tattoo? Yeah, but I mean, I, I just for a few, <laughs> just for a second. Like, did you lose a bed? Yeah. All right. Good. Have a good day. No, it definitely wasn't a, a bad thing because I'm. He's a he's a good buddy of mine. <laughs> All right, I'm sure he's brother, lovely. And I I made him ask me like. I feel bad Three now. separate times, <laughs> six months at a park. So I was like, no, man, I'm not doing that. Like, I know your mom. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like I get in mom. trouble with people's parents. Like, I, t- I yeah. tattoo in the same hometown I grew up in, you know what I mean? Like, people know me. That's What's funny. the age limit for tattoos? 18 in New York. In New York. Yeah. And do you, if you go younger, can you get like a notarized letter or something no. like that? No, That's... no, it's a strict Because I know you can with piercing, because I used to work in a bank. You can with piercing. And they would come in for notarized letter. Yeah, and you can in Jersey, I'm pretty sure. Of course, um, Jersey. But in New York, no, and like honestly, I don't want to sound like a dick. Eighteen-year-olds can't afford me, so I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Unless they're TikTok stars. Well, um, my Doge coin, my Doge coin went up. <laughs> I think I'm pretty good right now. No, <laughs> no, but honestly, like they're not, they're not looking, they're not getting the kind of work that I'm looking to. Sure. Uh, and they're not looking for the the type of commitment. Like I'm, I'm with my clients for like a year, two years, three years. Yeah. Um, okay. and it and it is an investment. 
So no doubt, yeah. something that's gonna be on your body forever, sure. and you yeah. want to love it. Yeah, and like eighteen-year-olds, yeah. they don't have the best ideas. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. They need yeah, to, they no. need time to develop, so they need that. They need that. You know, maybe we'll talk in a year or two. Right. Like, right. It's okay. You know, Let I'll, it I'll right. I'll definitely tattoo you. Whatever. If you're a good idea, good people. You know what I mean. But, um, you know, like. Well, you're all you got all you got your whole entire life. That, that I use tattoos as an example all the time when I have these. My daughter is about to turn 14, and I have these conversations with all of them. She's very, um, we talked about this on a run. Um, <clears throat> you know, she's got friends who are transgender and that kind of stuff, and she's got one friend who is the same age as her, and her parents are now given her chest restrictors, right? So her breasts don't grow. Um, not given the medication yet, but they're supporting like all the 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 pieces getting taken off and that kind of stuff and the hormones. And I always tell my daughters, I look at when I was thirty three, I got a shitty tattoo. Like, mm -hmm. can you imagine if I was like the mindset of it, like if I was eighteen or younger, and I said just chop that off? Yeah. Well, I think it's a little <clears throat> different tattoos and gender reconstruction. No, no but I'm, I mean, in relation to where your mind is, like in in relation sure. to what the way sure. you're not, you're not. And I don't again, I, if that came across disrespect, I, I didn't mean it that way. But I just mean as in, like, I kind of use it as an example. It's like, listen, you, your mind of where you are and what you want and what you think. Right. Like, I remember I used to think I wanted two sleeves. I want two fucking sleeves. And then I start going to the gym in the summertime, like like a plan of fitness. Yeah. And every guy in there, I was like, I don't want fucking sleeves anymore. I would just I just be like every other person in there. Right. With bad tattoos. With yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tattoos. Yes. I mean, that's why I don't get tattoos because I'm like, I don't know who to go to. But when yeah. I seen her stuff, I'm like, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll yeah, one. man, it changes. Maybe your story. I'll change my idea, yeah. my it mind. Change, here. It changes. Like I, I've seen people who get portraits, and I go like, either the tattoo is amazing. And you have an ugly kid, <laughs> or the tattoo is just bad, and you have an adorable kid. Like yeah. one of those, yeah. you know what I mean, is yeah. not working out for you. Either way, they're not working out for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the quick. Uh, I'm gonna put something into this. Sure. I think I'm right. How long? When did you start tattooing? Um, I started. I don't know the year, but I know in July it's gonna be six years. Six years, right? Yeah. So I think maybe 2015. All right, and then maybe? how did you discover like your your art, art, your skill to draw. Because um, I, I don't know, I read something or you said something like it was kind of like recent. Honestly, yeah. Well, I, I was like, you know, I doodled in in school, but um, I found other interests. You know, I was an athlete. I was, you know, I actually really liked school. I really liked science and I really liked math. So I, I really excelled at those. So I, I didn't have, and I was in the band. Like I was really into jazz. Right, so cool. I didn't have time to take an art class. Right. You know, I was, I had all of these things to do. Um, so it didn't even cross my mind because my, my mind was like, well, what's, what am I going to spend my life doing? And it's like, I'm not going to do it, be an artist. Cause how do you make money doing that? Like I would have no idea. Right. So, um, so I just didn't think about it. So I went to college, uh, I have a psychology degree, you know, I, I concentrated pre-med, I, you know, I did the whole thing. Um, like my resume was pretty stacked back in the day, but I just couldn't go through with med school. Right. Um, so I. You don't mind me asking why? Because, so I was, you know, already in a little bit in student loan debt. And then I was thinking, like, wow, the next four to eight years of my life and then, like, a quarter of a million dollars for something that I might be interested in. Right. Like, let me just take a gap year, really, like, evaluate the situation. Smart. Because, like, you, you know, like, a quarter of a million dollars is a big deal. <laughs> a lot of money. You know, it's a long time. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I took a gap year. My dad is an architect he um he owned a little business in sable so he hired me and um 
yeah, I just, I was doing like as builds and stuff, but I was also really interested in portrait work. So we had like, we had a spare um, drafting desk mm -hmm. and I just spent my spare time when I wasn't doing anything for him. I would just try to draw stuff. Really? Um, and he gave me this book uh, by Betty Edwards. It's called Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain. And it's a very rational approach to drawing. Yeah. I'm a very rational person. Like I don't consider myself creative at all. Like I don't think that I'm like, spacey or whatever you know yeah. what i mean like i just i know how to get things done in a very meticulous way nice. um so i just do it through like just grinding it out essentially like hard work right um so i read this book and i really just started to understand conceptually how to make things look realistic okay. you know what i mean like little by little by little i took like a one drawing class at uh, suffolk community college and i wanted to blow my brains out <laughs> and um and i was like you know what just just keep drawing, just keep mm -hmm. drawing. So I literally just spent every single day drawing. Right. And like I had like really odd jobs. Like I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. I was like a busser in Patchogue, you know right. what I mean? Like I had no standards. Like I was really just bottom of the barrel, just drawing for whatever. Right. And um, I was like, how can I make money? And it's like tattooing. No I doubt. I do this tattooing. So I was just like, you know what? This is I'm gonna I'm gonna see I'm gonna see how it goes because yeah. I was like 21 maybe 22 at the time I was 21 and I was like I still live with my parents mm -hmm. I literally have nothing to lose like am I gonna be a failed tattoo artist like who cares right. you know what you I mean try it yeah um so I tried it and then You're it awesome. was yeah it was really really terrible at first and yeah then, it was <laughs> of course it's like you, you can't sure. just gracefully get into tattooing right, no, you know no. what I mean are there a bunch of people that do you apologies to there um. <laughs> <laughs> they're all my very good friends like you have to do okay the, you have to do the first you know 25 30 whatever for free yeah okay um so like yeah all of, all of my best friends have my worst tattoos but that's cool so you start you didn't even draw as a kid you just doodled yeah just doodled yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure i did you know like i've I've, I have no idea, but like it was never like I'm gonna be an artist. Right, it wasn't you know like I mean? oh I'm so good. Right, wasn't and, I, like and it that. wasn't like I didn't take art in high school even. So I was like I had no idea. I think that's cool. Like she started it's later funny. in life, and yeah. she's awesome. Sure. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, just goes to show you guys, you never know what you could do at any point in your life. You, yeah, you apply yourself, and you could you could you literally you could teach yourself anything. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like. I, you can learn anything at any point in your life. Like I just started learning boxing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't know anything about boxing. Like I still no, you're don't learning know quick. anything about boxing. You know, but, but it's you're like learning, you're doing the right things though. You, you know, right. you're finding the right people to work right. with. I'm sure you can give mm -hmm. some shout outs. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and you're excelling because you, the work you're putting in and the mind you have for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and honestly, like I found you guys by Jessica Perso and Sarah Thomas. They did that that women's workshop back right. in August. Is that how you found us through the workshop? Well. So I, I've known Jessica Perso like loosely through like my whole entire life. She graduated high school with my sister okay. same year. Um and she used to She play was on softball. last week's show, by the way. If you don't know who Jess yeah. is, check out the last episode. Yeah. So I was talking to my sister because I really wanted to get into self defense or like just how to defend myself just in general. Right. Um so I was like, I don't know where to go, I don't know what to do, like I don't want to get into jujitsu, I don't want to be like rolling around on the ground. Like I'm really not into that right now. Yeah. Um and Sarah was like, Well, check out Jessica Perso, she looks like she's doing all these crazy things. And I was like, okay, fine. And I reached out to her and she told me about the workshop. And um, the workshop was super, super awesome. And then I linked up with Sarah Thomas. She wanted... Um, no relation. No relation to <laughs> you. No. <laughs> no, she's not Irish. Um, she 
reached out to me for some graphic design work and we just traded like technique scale for it instead of uh that's whatever. cool yeah sarah's awesome shout out to sarah yeah yeah she's super super rad um it's honestly super awesome to work with her she's a powerhouse like yeah. super crazy technique is buttoned up no doubt and uh she's just a really cool chick so i'm glad so yeah. so you started the first time you actually entered a boxing gym was here with the workshop i did i love kickboxing for like two months okay did but you yeah. love it? Okay. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not like right. it at all. all right. Um so the workshop yeah. was cool, was successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept you in. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Working with us, working with Dakota. Yep. And anybody else you work with? No. Your dad? My dad. Uh, yeah, trying to get my parents moving. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I see yeah, that yeah. on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. My dad, um Very cool. my dad was used to do boxing with my grandfather to deal with Parkinson's. Okay. So he had like mitts and stuff and he's like you know, like if you ever wanted to, and I was like, I love it. Okay, and I took him up on that offer because you know, why not? Why not? Um, and I got my mom doing it too. That's so, so uh, cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. It yeah. really. I was like, so I, was, I watch your Instagram. I'm like, I see them. I'm like, that is so cool. Mom. Yeah. You know, they're working together. Like yeah, that. and it's on. I yeah, it's it. like a, it's a nice bonding experience, and it's, it's a good way to get your parents moving. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I really think that it's really important to to keep your parents kind of healthy. Active, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't know how how to ask for help later in life maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they just feel like they don't know how to get started or yeah. whatever it is. Um cuz so it's, it's that's something like that would be intimidating to say to Sure. to an elderly person like myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to to do what you're doing with your parents is fantastic. Yeah, and like you know, it's it's fun. Like I I don't I don't do it to for any other reason besides like I'm kind of obsessed with learning technique of boxing mm -hmm. and if I can have someone willingly hold mitts for me and willingly you know swipe at me while I'm trying to figure it out like hell yeah no <laughs> like doubt. I'll do that all day that's why I love hanging out with Sarah you know what I mean yeah. like that it's all about technique and like yeah it's so interesting it is you know it is I, I love that because I'm so like when it comes to technique my yeah. whole life was just like I wanted it to be perfect yeah and yeah you know I would literally lay on my my bed Go like this. Yeah. I would do like little thing, little yeah. things to be like perfect. Yeah. So like always asking Sarah, like, am I doing this right? Like, is there anything wrong? Like, can you tell me? Because I really need to yeah. know. Like, I really would love to know. Yeah. Um, Very yeah. cool. Yeah, but Super also cool. like your 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 work ethic here in like because you're always at the same morning session I'm at, and it's it's, and I I don't ever slack off. I I know that about myself. But there's been like if even if I I feel so here's the thing I I don't feel I slack off but. I feel like I'm going hard. Like, it's like, okay, I don't think I could go any harder. And then I might look across the room and I'll watch you. And then you, you're the only person really that does it to me here in the mornings. I'm like, God, fuck it, damn. Now I got to go more. And like, there, there, there's two people here. I'm not going to call them out on it. But call them out. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But there's certain people here. Like, Colin's one. Colin's not one of the people calling out, by the way. When Colin hits that bag. It's ba ba right right and he yeah, means yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right he's like <laughs> you hit the bag you make that noise yeah. and you mean it but yeah. I notice people in here that they're making the noise but they're not hitting the bag <laughs> I watched them like these like, I'm like you eat your fucking cereal but go da like da like you that's how you that's how you do everything you put your shirt up da 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 like like fuck off yeah. but uh, there's, I just two of them I, I, I saw them funny. this morning I know I've, I've, I've noticed that I'm like why are they making noise right like, right they just they kind of just tap in the bag <laughs> just like, you're making the noise like you're swinging a wrecking ball sure. when you're doing not that at all yeah. and uh, but <laughs> but I, I'll look Somebody, over somebody's feeling a uh, type of way right yeah, now yeah yeah someone's putting their head down on old busted um, 
But no, I will. I look over at you and I was like, ah, oh, fuck me. I guess I'm not going as hard as I thought. And then I got to dig in a bit. I got to dig in a bit more, though. That's good. You know, that's and, that's, and yeah. that's that's why I think with with the hundred mile, um, like I I don't I honestly don't I'm not because I didn't, didn't kind of sell it myself short too, um, but I didn't realize how hard I knew it was gonna be tough. And my remember I texted you yeah. one morning I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna break the Guinness Book of Records for the most marathons run in a year, yeah. and he was like yeah. All right, like, let's, let's. <laughs> like you never said no, no which I love, yeah. I fucking love. I I, I think I told two other people like Yeah, go fuck yourself, yeah. and. Uh, because I even wrote it in the Guinness Book of Records. Like I did everything. And they were like, yeah, do you know the most is like 200 and... I think it was more. It was like 400 and... No, it wasn't. It was no. 236 wow. in a year. I was like, yeah, no, forget that. I'm not no, doing it. Like, that's I'm not doing that's like your whole year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going like, to run all day, every day for a year. Yeah, I was like, no, forget it. Forget it. But the way my mind works, it was like I, I was going to do the 100 mile regardless. Um, but the training for it, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. But then when you came along, I was like, all right, this is cool. Like now, I know I can do it because I I literally have someone who's pushing me that I've never been pushed that way before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that and that's why I I I think that's you know you're important for the hundred mile run that we're gonna do and for like everyone in the gym because everyone in the gym they look at you too and you know and I've seen you call people out and again not to mention names <laughs> I've seen you like just go fuck only seen... if they start talking shit I have to dish yeah, it back yeah, yeah. like I'm not gonna let you burn me like that right like, right you. Yeah, yo, what, like, <laughs> you know people will I mean? come up and go like well you need to do like yeah, yeah you fuck yeah, off you got like, here 20 I'm, minutes I'm late my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I do you I'll yeah, do yeah, me yeah, right. yeah I'm not paying you right right but you do there's certain people that go out and and you know Christian's one of those people like I said I said I'm gonna run the most marathons and he didn't go no, you're not. It was like, all right. Like immediately it was like, yeah. so there's certain people that will push you. And I notice in here in the morning times, you're either going to push people or you're going to make them feel bad about themselves. And that's their choice, right? They have the totally. option to feel feel bad about themselves. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm not even looking at them. I can't even believe they're looking at me. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, get, get, get your ass in gear. <laughs> M-Y-O-B. Yeah. Mind your own bag, yeah. bro. That's it. That's it. Mind <laughs> totally. your own bag. <laughs> so, I think that's half the problem. Like everyone's so busy doing whatever like i'm literally just in the out zone. there to get it you know what yeah. i mean yeah, like yeah. it's my it's my hour in the morning like i have a very busy life so like this is my time to box and like right. i love boxing so it's no like doubt. if you get in my way i'm going to be so disgruntled it's 6 a.m like yeah, i'm my freshest you know what right. i mean like yeah. i'm gonna give it right back to you like i'd literally i, I don't care at all yeah because like it. you have yeah. the option when that alarm goes off for me at four i have that option to go Shut up! I'm gonna curl back over and sleep till seven. Yeah. yeah, but um, you turn up. So when you're here, you want to give it your all. Everything. Yeah, utilize that to. time. Like I think it's people underutilize mm -hmm. pretty much every hour of their day by not just focusing on just the task at hand mm -hmm. and then moving on to the next. Like they get so caught up in in all of in all of the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like it's it's fine. Like. Totally cool. Like everyone goes to the beat of their own drum or whatever, but like my drum's a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So leading up to June 12th, we're doing a hundred mile and we got Strong Island involved. It's a Strong Island event. And what we want to do is we want it to be, it's a first for us, right? To run a hundred miles. Um, but we want everybody involved, right? So we want people to, if you've never, like, Seamus is a perfect example. He said he's going to do at least 50 with us. Mm -hmm. um, I think he said he has a birthday party or something, a kid's birthday party or something like that sure. day, whatever. whatever. Yeah. He, he, I don't even know if it's... 50's a lot, though. No, but like, and he'll do it too because... Um, he will. But for people who've never, 
you know, if you've never done five miles before, come out with us. Do let that be your first. You're not going to be running alone. Sure. Um, ten miles, half marathons. If you want to do a mar- like, you can do ten. Go home because we're going nowhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going somewhere, but we're not yeah. like we're going to be but on not, that road. Not fast. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> go home, come back, and then do another ten, and then yeah. go off, and then come back and do the six point two. Like, do your first marathon. Do make yeah. it a first for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and, that, and that's the message we're trying to we're trying sure. to put out there. And but, like, it's going to be fun. Like. Oh, so I, know, much I know that running is tough. I really like I get it for sure. Um, but like you're out in nature and you're experiencing Long mm-hmm. Island in a different way. Like you get to see places in a different way that you've never got. You'll never get to experience if you don't do this. Absolutely. Right. So like don't think about the running. Think about you're going on a cool nature hike with some friends. You know what I mean? Like you're experiencing Long Island in a way that no one will get to do it. No doubt. So it's like who cares about the running? Right. You know what I mean? The running is a. It's a moot point, you know what I mean? We're here to have a nice time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here to experience a beautiful day in, in June. Absolutely. You know? Let's I hope agree. it's a beautiful day. Some of the things I'm looking forward to is taking a shit on Sunrise Highway. <laughs> Never done that before. <laughs> That's a new one for me. Right into the bushes. That's going to be uh, new for me. We have different goals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want that T-shirt. I shit on Sunrise Highway. <laughs> Um, well, I'm doing my first 13 that, that half marathon. Hell yeah! If I can go more, I will. I, but I'd say you'll like, go more because you'll come back. I'm just later. saying that's my. Mm-hmm. That's your, your your bottom. Yeah, that's my bottom. Right. Definitely doing Hold it. Hold you to it. So if Absolutely. I were if I were to ask you to put you on the spot, because um, we've talked about now that we've done a lot, um, what would you think your, uh, you, the routine is going to be on the day? The routine. Because we never really sat down. I mean, we kind of had ideas like we oh, maybe we run ten. Rest up, walk to fuel. Do mm, you fuel mm-hmm. at the end of your ten? Do you walk, or how do you see it going? I mean, we might as well have this conversation um, on air. Sure. Already... I, I think every ten miles having a, a rest station is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be carrying my pack, so I'm gonna be fueling as I'm going, but I'm gonna have like substantial stuff too. Sure. Um, and I'm gonna have like my parents at every stop. They're gonna have a little anti gravity <laughs> chair. You know what I mean? Awesome. Um, like I'm gonna have some of my friends come out. So like. I ex- kind of expect just like you know we'll give them a, a time kind of frame. Right. Like I, I think we really just need to kind of map it out and be like we're going to be here between hopefully like this thirty minute time frame. Like meet mm-hmm. us here and then just keep meeting us and keep meeting us. So you know. Yeah, we and, should like, do that. Yeah, and, I really want to do that. Actually. Yeah. Um. And mm. so yeah, I didn't. I don't have like a structured thing as far as like run ten, walk two. Right. You know what I mean? I'm more about uphills, downhills, and kind of how I feel. Um, like I'm, like it's really, I just more about like respecting my body's feel. You know, like right. I don't, I don't want to push it if I feel like crap. You know, like I, I'm, we're really in it for the long haul. Like I really expect yeah. this to take um, anywhere from 24 to 28 hours. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? So like I'm really kind of like padding the everything because I don't want, I don't want to DNF. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to do not finish yeah i want to be able yeah. to make sure that we cross all our t's dot all our i's like i don't want to i don't want something weird to happen and it could have been avoidable um i agree yeah, yeah. I agree. so like i and i think i think that's why the 50 like i was so pumped on the 50 i really felt really good about a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff that we need to work on a lot of stuff that is like pretty cool um but yeah like i think doing a, a run through of the terrain would be great we have to do that a, yeah. drive, a drive to Montauk. Yeah. We'll go literally from here. We'll do the whole the mm-hmm. whole run. And I then, almost want to get yeah. with like spray paint. 
for the sure, ten mile mark, sure. but I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. what the, the yeah, you can yeah. do that. We we'll take an orange and write That's one, what I mean. two, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't like we do like a week beforehand or something. I want sure. the law coming out. Like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> now, now is the goal to run down Montauk Highway all the way through. Sunrise Highway. You want to do I, Sunrise? I would say sunrise Highway. Think so? Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that. That's um, okay. Sure. Yeah, because like I, I haven't done, I haven't like looked at any of the like the routes. Right. And I'm, so yeah, I'm, I'm actually not sure, but we'll look into that. Yeah, open, open to anything, um, just like the safest route possible, and then <clears throat> we have to consider um, what it's going to be like at nighttime. Yeah. And all mm -hmm. that stuff. I as have well. a suggestion. Sure. I feel like this should be a, a pace car. Yes. Or somebody that's always with you guys, yeah. alongside of you guys with hazards on, and just going for the whole sure. time. We'll switch cars. Like, oh, you you got to go with them next or whatever. Sure. I just think that'll be the safest bet. Well, the, 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 when I, I've driven out that way, like I was out halfway there the other day. I went to the Southampton. Um, the Sunrise Highway has the wider shoulders, right? Yes, and yes. People say Montauk Highway. Is safe, but, like, Montauk Highway has got no – there's so many areas there – the only part come like on the way out is very few areas where because I've driven it recently. Mm -hmm. There's very few areas on the way to Montauk that if you come off Sunrise Highway, that it's kind of going to be narrow. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So like, but Montauk Highway, I don't know that well. Right. I don't know Montauk that well, but I know Sunrise when I drove it out there. Yeah. Specifically to watch where it's going, it's like wow, this is a wide shoulder all the way yeah. to get to the Hamptons. I okay. know I know Montauk Highway pretty well. Though my my hold up with Sunrise is is the actual um, terrain. So, like, if we're running on the shoulder of Sunrise, like, that's pretty wild. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even like changing my tire on the side of Sunrise. Okay. And then it drops off, and if we're in the grass, like, we're going to be running on an angle for, for 12 hours. Um, so, like, I'm almost tempted to do Montauk and have a pace car so we're even noticeable. You know what I mean? So it's right. not like these cars are whizzing by us. Mm -hmm. It's more like, okay, that... What are these idiots doing? They go around up, they what go time around. is it? Like, are you kidding me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And like, be like, okay, whatever, and just slowly go around. Um, so like, that's that's what I was thinking when I when I drive down Sunrise Highway, to, you know, to get here, I'm like, dang. <laughs> <I> am, <laughs> like, where does Montauk yeah. Highway go to though? Like, when does it be like? So if I took Sunrise, you took Montauk, right? Eventually, you run out of mm -hmm. till they become so, one, right? No, actually, it goes okay. It goes it all, the way, all the way through Southampton. You could take that to Southampton, go to Main Street on yeah. Southampton, and then take that take that to Sunrise Highway, which is more like it's not like a Sunrise not big Highway. Anymore, yeah. It's a smaller highway, yeah. which is kind of like Montauk Highway, mm -hmm. and you could take that up all the way around up, you know, up to Montauk. So yeah. I think that might be the best bet. Yeah, but we I can mean, discuss this after yeah, this yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I don't, sure, I don't sure. want to. I, I mean, yeah. like I said to you all along, it's like I don't want to make any decisions for anybody. Right, I would right. want to say like, hey, what are you, what are right. your thoughts? Same. I don't. Yeah, I don't, and I don't want to. Yeah. And I'd we do have to, we have to create a, a, a flyer. We got to pick a uh, organization that sure. we're gonna donate to because this is a big thing. This is huge. Sure, you know, sure, yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. are doing something that's a major feat. So yeah, yeah we got to get the ball rolling. It's, it's almost what is it? So we got seven weeks around the corner. That's right. Actually, right now is a good time to start really doing it. So we can kick it. Start yeah. off tomorrow, with this one. next day, and really just put it all together. It, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, before we go, do you want to plug? Uh, I mean, your work. Is there any point? You're like, nah, I'm booked up. I don't care if you follow me or not. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'm next. No, I'm, I'm good. Uh, just shout out to Black Sail Studio. Um, and if you're looking for work, you're not going to find another tattoo shop like it. So. I like that. Dope. That's nice. Love and it. And again, and Mick Thomas everywhere. And on May 21st, 22nd, I am headlining Mohegan Sun. Um, so yeah, swing by tickets are on sale now for that one. So yeah, we'll be there.
Yeah, right. I appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Emily, for coming in. Yeah, we appreciate it. It was a lot me. of fun. And yeah. uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Take care, everybody. Be sure. good. Bye-bye. Peace.